This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome to Time Sensitive, a film podcast exploring the best and worst under-the-radar movies released in the past 18 months. I'm Sam, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Ian. Shalom! Hello, and welcome to the show! Oh, Captain, my Captain. With the start of the school year right around the corner, Sam and I have elected to share our upcoming course schedules with you, our audience. From course subjects to a draft of our favorite teachers... This year is bound for straight A's. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is a fun one. If you are new to Time Sensitive, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Our show is unique. We like to review movies, but not immediately upon their release like most podcasts do. But one last time, about a year or so later, before they disappear into the history books. And we focus on those movies that might have fallen through the cracks. Not the major blockbusters or the billion-dollar grocers, but the quality cinema swimming just beneath the surface. And when we aren't reviewing those under-the-radar movies, we find fun topics in the film industry to discuss. Whether it's comedy specials, short films, the Oscars, interviews, trailer reactions, movie news, or just things we're into, we do it for a laugh and to help you learn a thing or two. And today's a laugh. Yes, This is going to be a fun one. Sam, I have to give you all credit for this. This is your idea. Yeah. Every other episode in the history of the show I've come up with. Basically, but, <laughs> no, yes. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but I, I came to you last week and I said, okay, um, don't have time to do anything really fancy, mm-hmm. but come up with something really good that we can make happen. Yes. And then you over-delivered with four <laughs> options, and I thought this was so fun. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk about this in a second, but basically the concept here is our favorite movie teachers. Yes. We've done many episodes like this, picking our favorite things from movies throughout mm-hmm. the years. But this one's going to be fun because we're talking about the wonderful profession of teaching. Those of you who are going back to school to train the K-12 through kids. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. You and I both teach people, <laughs> but only adults. <laughs> I only ta- want to talk to you if you're over 50. Uh, <laughs> And Sam, you do it virtually. You don't even connect with yeah, them. Yeah, I don't even get to see them face-to-face. Yeah, so the people that go into the classroom every day and take the kids away from the parents to give them some semblance of reality for a minute, thank you for all that you do. Yes. And this year is not going to be any easier for you, but we are here to talk about our favorite movie teachers. Yes, who inspired us. Yes. Uh, from the dull economics teacher, Ben Stein, calling Bueller. <laughs> From 1986's Ferris Bueller's Day Off to the unrelenting charisma of the late and great Robin Williams in both Dead Poet Society and an Oscar-winning performance in Goodwill Hunting, teachers on the big screen come in all shapes, sizes, and temperaments. They can stand and deliver, like Edward James almost did as Mr. Escalante. Maybe they're bad teachers, like Cameron Diaz. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just a side real quick. My favorite line in that whole movie. Oh, yeah, you want to drive the fuck the fuck out of me, Scott? <laughs> Sorry, just that's all I'm thinking about is Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake. Justin in this Timberlake, yeah. Um, so they can be bad teachers like her. They can be resentful teachers like Matthew Broderick in Election. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, maybe they're bad students themselves. First, uh... Maybe they're bad students themselves first, like Sidney Poitier in Blackboard Jungle, who grow up to have bad students in their own class, like Sidney Poitier in To Serve With Love. Uh, They can be white saviors, 
They can be white savior, Sam, in inner Most city of schools. Them can be. <laughs> like, no, just a few, like Hillary Swank in uh, Freedom Riders as Mrs. Gruel, uh, Meryl Streep as Rebecca Gaspari in Music at the Heart, Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Liaisons, <laughs> Join Voight and Conrad, Ryan Gosling and Half Nelson. We could go on. <laughs> And on. And on. <laughs> there are many white savior teachers that we could talk about in movies. But considering that we're in season five, let's kind of just assume that yes. we're in like our fifth year senior status. Uh, for, we're for, taking a victory lap. Yeah, we're taking a victory lap. <laughs> but in our illustrious career, we've talked about teachers a lot on the show. Yeah. Actually, this is not new to us. Actually, more than I actually I thought we'd have. It's surprising. I mean, this episode's going to be all about teachers. But Sam, why don't you give us a reminder of some yes. of the teachers we've uh, reviewed or covered in this show in the last right. five years. We started... The whole thing of Time Sensitive Off with the dabbing teachers in eighth grade. <laughs> I don't remember any of their names, but I remember the dabs. That's all that is needed, yes. And the discomfort. I will say that I five years into typing this title, I still can't spell eighth to save my life. I can't do it either. I don't understand why. Uh, but we also had the patient and loving Miss Honey from Matilda. Yeah, most recently, right? Yeah, How could we forget? Yeah. Uh, the kidnapping Maggie Gyllenhaal and the kindergarten teacher. Which we all hated that movie. Yes. Weird. That movie was rough. Brendan Fraser's Charlie in The Whale. Oh, yes. Oscar winning performance. Now, he's a professor, but we'll count it. I will we'll count, count it. that yeah. 100%. Uh, a little bit of TA love interest, Danny in oh, The yes. Novice. That beautiful gender fluid yes. Danny. Yes. Love that. They were great. Yes. Uh, all the drunk guys in Thomas Vinterberg's Another Round. <laughs> I forget all of them are drunk teachers. <laughs> They're just ready to have some fun. Yeah, they're having a blast. The gym teacher uh, drinking in the uh, broom closet. Yes. Always good stuff. Uh, (laughs) Uncle Frank, the college professor played by Paul Bettany. Yeah, I love that movie. So, so good. Yes. Shout out to Mrs. B. She did that one with us. That was an excellent one. Uh, Jermaine Clement as the pervy Professor David in I Used to Go Here. <laughs> I forgot about that. The one him. hitting on uh, Gillian Jacobs. Yes. Another shout out to Mrs. B. That was her first episode with us. Yes. And then Jessica Williams as Miss Fine. Yeah. <laughs> the Mary Kay Letourneau of Booksmart. Yes. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. That is such a weird... I forget about that part I know, of right? There's some, there's some that just kind of fly through oh not all the not all the teachers that i just mentioned there are the main characters right. of the movie some right. of them are side characters can be very small big but tell us how are we going to do this episode how are we yes. structuring this sam today ian and i will be building our very own school schedules for the upcoming semester this is my favorite part of like going to school was it, setting my it is schedule. pretty cool yeah. to set the schedule yeah. i really enjoyed that uh, this involves selecting five big screen teachers to fill out our schedule while taking a break for lunch and an extracurricular activity at the end of the day. We got to really fill out that this schedule. This is so fun. Oh my gosh, can't wait. <laughs> to make this tougher, we need to create a balanced schedule to the best that we can. Okay. You can't just have four English ca- classes and a theater class like all Hollywood writers believe school to be. He's hitting them when they're down. <laughs> So we need to kind of mix up our classes here. Yes. We can't variety. focus on one thing. Yes. Variety yeah. is uh, the spice of life. As Correct. They say, Ian. This is like the gen ed version, the liberal arts version of school. Exactly. You Not yeah. your senior year where you're taking only classes for your major. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, before we get started, though, I do want to know, Ian, what was your favorite subject or specific class you took during grade school? I remember not liking grade school much. Like, okay. Education wise, because I always felt... Uh, older than what i was being taught okay I think from a young age i realized like why am i learning about beowulf like this is ridiculous <laughs> never gonna use this never 
but the one class where I felt like an adult for the first time, and one that I think was the only class in my entire K through twelve that prepared me to be an adult, was mm-hmm. AP government. Oh, really? Only one, Miss Snow. You rock. Deb, shout out to Deb Snow. Uh, wonderful, twenty years almost. Yeah. Um, since we had her. Uh, but th- I just remember that was a year long class. We were in it together, Sam. Yes, we were. Um, that's probably why I liked it so much. <laughs> um, but we we competed in in national competition. We I just learned so much about how government works. And it was way before the political conversation of today. Yes. I would be interested to take this class today because it's it would be so bonkers different. to take it today. We took it at the rise of the Tea Party. Do you remember? That was, yeah. that was the extreme. Talked about it a Back bunch. then, yes. Yeah. But I just love that class. I love learning from that yeah. class. What got about me, you? Got me, I honestly would be, it would be the yeah. same thing. Yeah. I had so much fun. And it was a class with the smartest people in the school. Yes. like And, and that's not even me just vamping everybody up in that class yeah it was literally like the top 50 people and and that's what made it so great yeah because i felt smarter by being in the presence of Mm -hmm. these people and and talking about issues that were that our parents were talking about Mm -hmm. it was fun yeah and learning from so many different sources too it wasn't just one teacher talking at us right it was actually being involved which was super cool but with this upcoming semester ian yes we have our bags packed. We have our lunch ready to go. We're about... Did you ride the bus or did you drive to school? When I could drive, I drove, but I rode the bus. Okay. I rode the bus until up. I yeah. got my license. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only lived a mile from school, so my parents yeah. thought that was okay. We were both pretty darn close, yeah. <laughs> close to school. But our first period is coming up. Oh, boy. What are we doing? Who's our teacher? What are we learning in our first period or your first period, Ian? Well, my first, I, I'm going to go off of you. You set kind of the pace here. Okay. So I, I followed your your rubric. Okay. We're taking the same classes, basically, but, but we have different teachers. Right. We went to a big school, so we have <laughs> multiple sessions of the same thing. So I, my first period is English. Okay. Get it out of the way. I hated my day if it started with English. I was not a fan. You did not like English? No. No? No. Was not. I didn't like reading. I didn't like That's reading true. until I was in my late 20s. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I picked for my communications communications teacher, English teacher, Ann Sullivan from The Miracle Worker. Oh, okay. I'm going with the 1962 version uh, where Ann Bancroft plays Ann Sullivan. Sure. Because this woman taught Helen Keller how to talk, so she must be a good English professor. Yeah, pretty good at yeah. it. That's, <laughs> so I figured I'd start there. I, I Plus, I do like this movie. It's a, it's a classic. Patty Duke uh-huh. uh, plays Helen Keller. Um, Ann Bancroft, of course, uh, this is before The Graduate. Um mm-hmm. But I just I I think the movie's great and I think she's wonderful. It takes a lot of skill to teach someone uh, is, is, uh, that needs such attention as Helen right. Keller did. So I think I can't go wrong with with pulling out. That's Ann, a high quality Bancroft one right there. My first based teacher. on a real teacher too. Yeah. So that's right. That's excellent. I think most of mine are. Honestly. Oh really? Yes. Okay. I, went, I went a lot of with the biopic route. Mine are absolutely not. <laughs> okay. uh, but with my first one, I also took my English class here. Okay. And this is the only one I selected that we have done a review of uh, oh. in the past. Okay. And that is Charlie from the Whale. Oh. Um, of course. By Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Just a wonderful teacher. Maybe I, I'm uh, hooked on since I do my teaching through Zoom. Yeah. Maybe I enjoy the Zoom teacher. A lot of relatability um, here. I just think he is so sweet and caring with his students and is really trying to get the best out of them without really kind of forcing down the curriculum. Yes. Which I think is far more important than just checking boxes. Think for yourself, Sam. Yes. All great teachers. All great, great teachers tell you to question and think for yourself. Okay. So from English, where are you going? 
I'm going to math class next. Okay. Yeah, and I am taking Algebra 2 <laughs> with the great Mr. Bruno from Lady Bird, played by Jake McDormand. I have no idea who you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I thought of this, but when I thought of math teachers, I thought of Lady Bird. He teaches Algebra 2 for... Uh, uh, Sorcia Ronan and Beanie Feldstein before Beanie Feldstein switches classes. Okay. But he's got the overhead projector going. That just <laughs> that just hit some nostalgia for me. Okay. He seemed like the sweetest guy in the world. Uh, he was very uh, willing to kind of work things out mm-hmm. with Lady Bird as she was struggling with that particular class. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Sorcia Ronan steals his grade book at some point during that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long. I haven't seen it in again. a little while either, but I just remember he was the sweetest guy. Okay. It's yeah. nice to have a sweet math teacher. Yeah. Well, I, I went the math route too. Okay. But I went with a drug pusher. Oh, Jesus. What? I went with a drug pushing math teacher. Okay. A sad drug pusher. Oh, no. I went with Mrs. Norbury from Mean Girls. <laughs> I'm taking 12th grade calculus, Sam. Yes. 12th grade calculus with Tina Fey. What a fun class this would be in i mean i wouldn't accuse her of drug pushing like no. like Lindsay lowen did um but she seems so cool i mean you see her she like she bartends at pj mm-hmm. calamities like she's cool yeah it'd be fun she's to the best I, she'd be the best and i have a degree in mathematics i think i would like to learn from someone like her and who knows maybe i'll do mathletes for my extracurricular oh there you go i would but at social suicide sam <laughs> <laughs> this is such a good choice i did think of tina fey yeah but i was like i know 150 percent that Ian's also taking that class. So <laughs> I could have been the same one. class. That would have been okay. <laughs> you took Mr. Who, like, who's Mr. Bruno? He's Mr. the sub. Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. He feels like a sub. Yes. <laughs> well, this next one, you're not going to get either. Okay. Third yeah. period. Third, third period. period. We're yeah. moving on to third yeah. period. And I took a science class. This is more of a, I would say, an astrology type class. Oh, Okay. Okay. I did take astrology in college, and I friggin' loved it. Okay. Uh, it was significantly harder than I expected it to be, but we also got to go out into the field and like look at the stars. And Wait, did you take astrology or astronomy? Astronomy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> cut this. Cut for, this. For a second there, I was like, oh, okay. I don't know if that's no, real science or not. I took astronomy. I okay. took. Ast- that's what I meant. You're I, talking about the stars and the planets. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I need some more schooling, Ian. You're clearly a Pisces. <laughs> Oh, I'm so stupid. Okay. <laughs> but I went with Professor Henry Newman from Wet Hot American Summer, played oh by played by David Hyde Pierce. I'm just seeing him like on the ground. Why is he on the ground in my my, my memory? Because like, he's teaching he's teaching the kids. Uh-huh. He's got his the shortest of shorts on <laughs> as he is holding one rock and orbiting it with another rock to explain uh the orbit cycle of the earth around the sun. Okay. He is hilarious. And if you don't know who David Hyde Pierce is, he plays Niles. Yeah, how could in, you not? In uh, Frasier. He's a Tony-winning actor. He's incredible, yeah. and he is so funny in this movie. I think he might even won an Emmy for playing yeah. Niles. I don't know, but... Oh, he probably did. I haven't seen this movie in so long. This was, yeah. the movie was like the foundation for this the, for the celebrity of so many people. Mm-hmm. And they yes. did the reboot again on Netflix maybe five years ago now? Yeah, they did uh, a prequel, and then they did uh, a sequel. A, yeah. Like, the first series was... The day before camp started, okay. which means these guys were all in their 40s playing <laughs> high schoolers again. Yeah. And then they did a 10 years later after that. Um, I just think he's great. He's an associate professor, which means less than. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> oh, that's right. cute though. Ian, what are you what are you taking third I, period? I decided to go a science route for my third period okay. as well. Uh, very unconventional though. Oh. Yeah, you took astronomy. I took oceanography. Oh, okay. I, I, I really enjoy uh like the ocean and learning about its ographies. And <laughs> Um, yes. I decided to go with an unconventional route here. I chose Mr. Ray from Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> I just I figured I science teacher has to be fun and kooky. And yeah. who's kookier than the guy who sings and takes you on field trips to the mm-hmm. drop off? Um, you know, he is a doctor, so he has he knows stuff about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just think what better way than to have a, a class period with a stingray as a teacher? Yeah. That's such a good choice. Thank you. I took a little out of the box there on that one. Yeah. Out of the box into the deep blue. <laughs> so The big old blue. The big old blue. <laughs> it's big and it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our uh, next period is lunch. Oh, we my have favorite a, we class. We have a little bit of a break here. Yes. Uh, attending a school with such an illustrious teaching staff would only mean that the dining would be equally as impressive. Of course. In. Of course. Our lunch person preparing and serving our meals can be anyone who cooks in the realm of film. Yeah, this was scary. Anybody. This was scary thinking the movies that we've done recently. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, Ian. Who did you go with? Well, I need, I figured someone that would know how to be good with kids... Uh, someone that would uh, have a, a very fancy taste to, mm-hmm. to treat uh, young people to. So I went with uh, the reclusive truffle hunter and illustrious haute cuisine chef, Rob Feld, a.k.a. <laughs> Nick Cage from Pig. Um, yes, great with kids. Because he's got scores to settle. He's taking names. <laughs> he and- would be the mo- I honestly need to see this movie now. Because that would be so funny how terrifying he would look. Well, because yeah, I also considered Cookie from Matilda, and I yeah. thought, we, we just talked about that. I can't yeah. pick her, even though she put her blood and sweat into the cake that Bruce ate. I had to go with something that just clearly would be terrifying to eat, but also really enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. It would be delicious, and we know for a fact he washes his hands. We do know this. We got a long cut scene for that. <laughs> even though I don't know if he's alive, uh, we, we had that discussion when we reviewed yeah. the movie, at the end of the movie, if he's still alive, to come and take this gig. Um, but it's better than that's sitting in a house by one. himself and having his pig stolen. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. So, Sam, who's cooking your lunch for your fancy kids at your fancy school? Cooking my lunch is from the wonderful Disney film, Linguini and Remy <laughs> from Ratatouille. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Nothing I love more than animals making yeah, my food. Yeah, who doesn't want a rat cooking their food? <laughs> uh, I think they they cook with heart. Their uh, their restaurant was closed because yeah. they got shut down. Right. So they got nothing to do. They're unemployed. We can pick them up. For, for probably cheaper than they would normally yeah, go. Yeah, pennies on the dollar, Ian. You clearly work for a public school, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so kids are stuffed. Going into the dreaded fourth period, which usually fourth is period. always a slump of the day. Sleepy right time after period. lunch. Right. Where are you going? So I went to a class. I picked a class uh, for fourth period because I was like, I want one that'll keep me awake. Mm-hmm. And I have a minor in history. Why not take a history class? Perfect. And the best person for a history class is the forever hunk, Dr. Henry Walton Jones, <laughs> better known as Indiana. <laughs> I'm the forever t- hunk is what's gotten me forever hunk harrison ford <laughs> he says in his class that he is uh if you're wanting to study archaeology mm-hmm. searching for fact not truth okay if you want truth 
go to the psychology department over there. Wow. Yeah. And you've got you've got six movies to determine which best version of him to take. I'm thinking uh, the Last Crusade. Okay, Indiana Jones. Not going to do the the CGI version of Harrison Ford. Hard pass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was also looking for something that would be entertaining after class or mm-hmm. after lunch, and I, I figured history was also a good topic to okay. pick from. Um, but I went with rock history, rock oh. appreciation, and theory. <laughs> The forever not hunk, Jack Black, a.k.a. Mr. Schneebly, a.k.a. Ned Schneebley, a.k.a. Dewey Finn from one of the greatest movies ever, School of Rock. What a wonderful choice. Had to. Like, how could you yes. not? Everyone wants to take his class, even if you're not cool enough. Yeah. Like, I, I, arguably one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Yeah, I, I actually took a rock history class in college. Did you really? Yeah, it was awesome. It was definitely not Dewey Finn, though. Not as cool. Not nearly as cool. Because then it's just band practice the rest of the day. <laughs> um, but no, I I love this movie so much. I love the spirit that he brings to a classroom. I think substitute, he's the part, like the baseline for what substitute teachers should the do. Ultimate. The ultimate substitute teacher. Yes. Uh, he doesn't just put on a DVD and walk away. He yeah. is going all out. And turning but he in. does show up to class sometimes hungover. That's okay. As long as the core motto and goal of your class is to stick it to the man, you are all good. I'm into it. All good, Sam. Okay. Last class of the day. Last class of the day. I, I needed to go out artsy. I haven't done enough art yet. So okay. I needed something to, to, I think they're called specials now in, mm-hmm. in grade school um, because, you know, they can't fund them anymore. So they're special events for kids. I went with choir. I okay. loved choir in high school. I did it for four years. thought it was great. Mm-hmm. But Sam, I've always wanted to be in a choir led by one of the greatest choir directors of all time. I think I know where this is going. I, I think you do, Sam, <laughs> because I'm about to, and, and I have to say, I want to end the day on a high note, the same way <laughs> that her students end uh, many numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be Sister Mary Clarence, a.k.a. Dolores Van Cartier, and Sister Act 2, yes. Back in the Habit. I run to join a gospel school choir Hell and yeah. compete at nationals to save my flailing school. Ian is definitely not going to a public school. No. <laughs> I am side by side with Lauren Hill and Ryan Toby. <laughs> and I'm either going to join the Fugees or I'm going to end up in prison. But one of the two will happen. <laughs> I actually think Ryan Toby went into City High. Do you remember that that band, City High? No, I don't. What would you do with the sun was at home? Oh, I all night? Yeah, I think he was in that group. Okay. And then, of course, she had major success before the law came out <laughs> came a knocking um but no i i've spoken how many times yeah. i love sister act and sister act two they are part of me mm-hmm. and i think what cool day like what other way to end the day after lunch than to have rock history with yeah. ned schneebly and choir practice with sister mary clients i don't think that's been that sam yeah i'm on i'm on for that that's but awesome where did you end up ending your day fifth period yeah i wanted to be taught by a bad ass witch <laughs> And I'll be taking Transfiguration, ah, the art of turning one thing into another thing. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. By Professor Minerva McGonagall, mm-hmm. played by the incomparable Maggie Smith. Yes. She's sassy as hell, and I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, she always stands up for her students. She's pushing other people out of the way, changing them into other things. <laughs> She kicks ass. I, <laughs> she, she does indeed change things into other things. Yes. Yeah, she's so cool. Uh, I, honestly, I haven't seen all of the Harry Potter movies all the way through, mm-hmm. so I don't know how she ends her <laughs> Hogwarts career, yeah. but I do know that in the first few movies that she is my favorite teacher. 
That's great. You know, she's her first Academy Award nomination was for the Prime of Miss Jean Brody in the 60s, and she played a teacher oh. in her city school, too. Uh, so she Long has history. lots of experience teaching yeah. children um, in this realm and in the Muggle realm and in the, yeah. the Wizarding realm. So lots of experience there. That's a, that's a resume. That's a resume. <laughs> Quite the resume. Quite the resume, Sam. <laughs> All right. The final bell has rung, Ian. Oh, boy. It's uh, The day is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's t- your, your parents don't want you home yet. You got other things to do. You got to sign up for something else, yep. an extracurricular of some kind. Yep. Are you on the debate team, playing a sport, maybe model UN? What are you doing with your free time, Ian? Well, contrary to popular belief, I did play sports in high school. You did? I yes. Do. I, I am athletic. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I decided to go the artsy route again. I'm, just, yeah. I'm loving my whole afternoon. I went to a performing arts high school, apparently, uh, in this in this scenario. <laughs> Uh, but I'm ending my day with, with marching band practice. Oh, okay. I'm, I want to do the shows. I want to parade. Mm-hmm. I want to do that stuff. And I also want my marching band teacher to fulfill his lifelong goal of writing his opus. Okay. So I'm going to go with spending my afternoons with Mr. Glenn Holland from Mr. Holland's opus. Ah, okay. A.K.A. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Um, my parents love this movie. So I watched it a lot <laughs> growing up. And it's a beautiful story. Yeah. Beautiful story. Um, everyone knows the scene. Beautiful, 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 beautiful boy. Sam doesn't know what I'm talking about. I don't. I it's have... a very heartwarming scene between a dad and his deaf son. Okay. Um, and he, I just think the the ending, the movie ends in a wonderful, uh, huge performance of this um, piece that Mr. Holland wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really good song, actually, like for an instrumental piece. And I just love it. I think Richard Dreyfuss was nominated for an Oscar for this performance. Uh, and, and I just think it's a great movie. And it's a real upper. Um, just nice. makes me smile. Cool. Yeah. I can't say that I've ever seen it. You I should haven't. watch it. It's yeah, great. Yeah, check it out. It's, it's, and it's, uh, I think it's often thought of to be based on a true story, but I don't think it is. Oh. Okay. So it's one of those that will feel so good it feels real, but it's not. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you should. But, of course, the jock you, Sam, you're going to... Probably yeah. be beating me up on the, <laughs> march, on the football field. Yep, I uh, decided to play football with. Uh, it's it's the fall semester. That's the, right. the sport to play. Um, and you uh, played in high school, didn't you? I played for a couple of years. I yeah. thought so until you became a master of the mat. Yes, until uh, wrestling kind of took over yes. from anything else. No. Uh, there are some wrestling coaches out there, but I didn't decide to go with that. Okay, I went with the coach that every coach in high school and before that wanted to be. <laughs> I saw the movie about 8 million times on every long bus ride uh, that took us to any sporting event ever, and that is Coach Herman Boone from Remember the Titans, played by Denzel Washington. Was he an actual teacher, or was he just a coach? Um, I believe he was just hired to be a coach. Wrong. All coaches are teachers, Sam. (laughs) A teacher of men, Ian. Uh, Yeah, good, good one here to put Denzel in. Yeah. Doesn't get any better than that. No, he he's he's the ultimate football coach. When I th- I think of that, the only other person I could possibly think of would like to be close to him mm-hmm. is Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> but that's a TV show, so Doesn't I couldn't count. Select you can't it. go there. Couldn't go that route. No. Well, I, I'm, there's so many football movies. There's tons. Yeah. And, and are there a lot of high school football movies though? Because uh, I'm thinking like Rudy. That's college. College. We are Marshall. Also college. Wow, gosh, such devastating ones. You picked. that one's devastating. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Hoosiers is basketball, no? Hoosier, Hoosiers is basketball. I almost went with that. Because that's high school. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Um, and the original Friday Night Lights, the film version right. with Billy Bob Thornton. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. There's a, Somebody tell me the other <laughs> high school football <laughs> movies. Other ones. Yeah. A okay. multitude of others. And with plenty of baseball ones. There's so many baseball from, yeah. from Little League all the way up. Right. Well, I think this is good. And then, and then parent-teacher conferences, you go and you meet all these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be fun. But I'm curious to find out uh, who's the principal of this school. Ooh, the principal. I'm going to go, I think his name is Principal Brown, which is Jason Sudeikis in Booksmart. <laughs> yes. He moonlights as an Uber driver. <laughs> I, I am going with Jason Sudeikis. Okay, that's a good one. Just so you can play lesbian porn in his car. <laughs> over, exactly. the, over the Bluetooth speakers. Um, I, I, Of course, I think my favorite principal growing up, even though it's not movie related, I just have to give him a shout out. Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell. Mm. Yeah, good one. <laughs> that guy was so funny. Um, but I think I my principal would have to be Morgan Freeman in Lean on Me. Okay, that's a good one. No bullshit. Coming in, whipping that school into shape. You know, like it's nobody's business. <laughs> I, I was like honestly, I've watched that movie probably ten years ago now, and I remember he's so mean. Like I wouldn't want yeah. him to be around at all. But that guy got shit done. Exactly. That's my Herman Boone. I don't yes. want. I don't want a football coach to coddle me. Yeah. I want somebody to tell me if you drop my football, I will break. <laughs> I will break my foot off in my your John Brown hind parts, <laughs> and then you will run a mile. Yes. Not every class needs to be Mrs. Darbus from High School Musical about exactly. our feelings and how happy we are. Yeah. This is public school, grade school, no room for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun That's idea. So this good. is great, Sam. Yeah, I was so happy to do this one. This is so much fun. For those that are going to school, good luck with the, yes. the upcoming semesters. Yes. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to Time Sensitive in this fun mini episode where Ian and I created our schedules for the upcoming school year with a complete draft of our favorite movie teachers. Yeah, let us know whose school you'd rather go to. Yes, I would love to know which you would prefer. Yeah, I think, I mean, Sam clearly is law and order uh, in his school. <laughs> <laughs> and mine's maybe for the more artsy-minded kids <laughs> out there. The kids that got picked on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be appropriate for both Sam and I. <laughs> and remember, you can find our entire time-sensitive catalog of under-the-radar film reviews, uh, and then fun short episodes like this where we just talk mm-hmm. about our favorite things in movies. Uh, you can find those in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're currently listening to us. And you can interact with Time Sensitive on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us at TSMoviePod. That's at T-S-M-O-V-I-E-P-O-D. Tell us, who is your favorite movie teacher? You know, one that I just thought of. I feel like we skipped a ton. We, we skipped a ton, but you had to narrow it down. Yeah. But you know who I love? It's a great origin story. Kissing Kate Barlow from Holes. <laughs> she starts off teaching the school kids, those ignorant assholes who own the city, Bernard school down mm-hmm. and she just takes revenge. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just thinking about it, you know? That's I mm-hmm. want a teacher that has that grit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so cold, Sam. <laughs> so let us know who your favorite school teacher is and and, <laughs> and maybe we'll attend your school too. And a quick favor, if you enjoy Time Sensitive, please leave us a quick rating review on iTunes. It means a lot. It's a nice way to let other people discover our show. Thank you for joining us. I'm Sam. And I'm Ian. Take care.
While you may think that history is, eh, vaguely interesting, the truth is it's fun and metal AF. Echoes of the past are still reverberating through our world today, and Body Count is here to show you how our shared history affects your life on the daily. Whether you know it or not. So, are you past the point of higher education? Feel like you didn't learn anything from your high school history teacher? Or just didn't give a flying crap about it? Are you tired of always missing out on the yellow history pie piece in Trivial Pursuit? Are you the horror of all your friends' game nights? Did you once proudly announce that Napoleon Bonaparte was a super short little nutsack? When in reality, he was an average-sized nutsack. Have you been thinking about living under a faulty dam? Or perhaps an active volcano? Well, we have good news. It's not too late for you or your homeowner's insurance. Come on over and listen to Body Count, the podcast that explores death and disaster through the ages with only one rule. Someone, or usually a lot of someone's, dies. Because history doesn't repeat itself, it rhymes. A proud member of the MSE Podcast Network.